everybody, it's Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers who go back through the catalogs of yesteryear. Today we are do doing 2010 Q4, finishing up 2010. I am your gracious host, Nick. Caddy Corner bottom to me is Jakey Boy Kaufman, a.k.a. Jacob Kaufman, a.k.a. Jake Kaufman. But call him Jacob. Jake, how you doing? Jacob, how you doing? You're bothering me with the whole Caddy Corner shit. Knock it off. People in your neck of the woods say kitty corner. I'm sorry. They do not. They do not. If anything, they say anyways. That pisses me off Anyways. Too. And I says to him, I says to him. And then to my, I think it's my left, to my left on the screen is Joshy Boy Kaufman. I'm sorry. It's I'm Josh saying, or depending on where he is, I am Josh saying. It's Josh, Joshua Kaufman. Are you joshing with me? God, no, don't, don't. That's do right, it. I deflected it. I deflected it back. Don't, don't, please don't. No, 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 no. We just started. No. So like I said today, we're doing 2010 Q4. We also have a speed cap later on. Josh will be doing uh, StarCraft II Wings of Liberty. That'll be fun because I read I read that synopsis and made the thing today, and I was like, this is gross. Spoiler alert, I don't know anything. Oh boy. Josh will have five minutes to go through that. Before we get into things real quick, though, uh, if you haven't already, like and leave us a review. You can find us wherever you find podcasts. Again, we are a Trident Network podcast. Great family of shows. Check them out. Some links in the show notes for you guys. Uh, and yeah, rate and review us. Nice things, nice things. You can leave five stars. If you leave four, I'll just think you made a mistake and went five. What's everybody five been up to this week? <laughs> if less than five, get the fuck out. Yeah, what's up? What's up? I said, what's everybody been up to today? Uh, or this week? I mean, I'm off on Mondays uh, this week. Uh, starting a new job. So going from out processing to in processing, same time. Uh, I'm also studying for uh, becoming a staff sergeant. So there's that. Just game stuff, you know. Busy guy, man. I'm a busy boy. Staff Sergeant Daddy. Yeah, it's gonna be weird being called Staff Sergeant. I'm not gonna. Oh, because you hate staffs in uh, Brawlhalla. What? You hate staffs in Brawlhalla. I don't hate staffs. So someone will call this you a, a weapon. Someone will stall, call you a Staff Sergeant or Spears. Spears. Yeah. I'm sorry. Spears no, and I staffs are like Spears. the same thing. Spears. Spears. I love Spears. Yeah. The same thing. He literally has a picture of like his character with a spear, Nick. Yeah, I He's love always, spears. Or is it long swords you hate? I hate I hate swords. I hate gauntlets right now. They're pain in my ass. Mm, sorry. I'm sorry that I don't know you. I'm sorry I don't know Brahala as good as I used to. This is why I'm leaving. This is why he's leaving the podcast. Officially, right now, Jake is leaving. Josh, what are you what have you been up to this week? Dude, I haven't been up to anything. Honestly, I've been Googling all over the Steam sale. Oh, man. I mean, I've obviously bought oh, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition. How much? I wanted yeah, for the and I wanted for the PC. I've, I've been good. I've been good. Like, I looked at everything while I was on vacation. I just popped it up on my phone. But I'm just of the mind where it's like, I'm not going to play any of these. I'm not buying any of this. I don't have to buy any of it because Josh and I game share. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I mean... Uh, I don't have to game share Jake. It was just by pure coincidence at one point he asked to borrow a game, and I 
shared and never took it back, Nick. So you can always so, take it from him. No, don't do that. Um, so <laughs> every time Josh gets a new game, I see it pop up on the bottom of my screen all the time. Like, oh, what do you get now? <laughs> Jake's like sitting there watching something he's not supposed to be watching, and it pops up. Josh just bought a game. Jake's been getting all the reviews. Oh God. I haven't like touched any of games. The last game I touched was uh, I think Resident Evil Three. The remake or the original? Remake. Remake. They removed the original, which I hate because I would have bought that too. Original's better. I agree hundred percent. You have to argue with that one. So I haven't so I've been busy, so I haven't really played any games this week. I was in Los Angeles and so my flight out there, I watched the new Resident Evil movie, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, you haven't seen that yet, dude. It's a it's shit show. <laughs> bad guys. It's so it bad. Is. Bad. So there's one. So first of all, there's like a trucker, and he's very just your stereotypical trucker. <laughs> what are you going to Raccoon City for? Better you than me, sister. <laughs> he's creepy. He's eating a burger like a fat slob. It's just gross. And Wait. then Leon Kennedy's like the punching bag in the movie, and one of the cops comes up to him. He's like, Leon S. Kennedy. What's the S stand for? Stupid. And it's one of those lines that's so bad that it like circles around that you you just start laughing at it. And the other thing is, huh? We'll get a Josh's reaction. Have you not seen it, Josh? No, I've been avoiding it for this said reason. Like, who who would invite my like to the like the heads up and said, "Here's our movie," and they're like, "No, fucking heart, fucking go (laughs) theaters now. We'll make billions." First off, first off, the the person that they casted for Leon. That's more of a Carlos right there. Looks, I mean, they, the casting is just terrible. I, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there. I think the casting's really good. The cast just doesn't have much to work with. The um, the guy who plays Chief Ironside did it, did his homework. Like he uh, Remember the dad from Grounded for Life? Yeah. Fucking killed it. I forget his name all the time. He's a great actor. What? He's playing Chief Irons? Yeah, Chief Iron. I always call okay. him Ironside. Chief Irons. And he play, does it really good, but they just kind of throw him away later on. And uh, there's well, a lot of... Three games into one movie, it's kind of, you know... There's a lot of people saying people's full names throughout the script. Like, 30 minutes... Chief Irons! Like, instead of yelling Claire, you hear Claire Redfield! Chris Redfield. Claire Redfield. Oh, okay. And then Claire's like a rebel, which, yeah, you get it. But then Chris is like a bootlicker who's in love with his town. Yeah, he's kind. Wasn't he like drunk or whatever? He was drunk, but there's also like William Birkins ran the orphanage that him and Claire were grown up in, and he kind of sees him as like his hero. But then you never see them interact again after childhood until the end when like Birkins is all transformed, and they try to sell it because Birkins like, "Yo, fucking bootlicker, you're an orphan. I never gave a shit about you." And you're like, what the fuck? We, there needed to be like 20 minutes between this. And it's only a 90-minute movie, so it's over like that. That's the good thing about yeah, it. It's only 90 it's, minutes? It's only 90 minutes. Yeah, oh, it's not that God. long. That just sounds like a 90-minute shit show. Like, it's like literally a fire, and you have one person with like a, a rusty bucket that has holes in it. Mm, try to bucket. dump it into water and throw the water onto the fire. But it's actually gasoline. It so bad. And then freaking... Birkin's last form looks like a freaking uh, Ninja Turtle villain in yep. one of those 90 movie, 90s movies. Which here's gonna make me th- watch it. It now. was all CGI. It was all CGI. And I was thinking about because I was thinking about like what could they have done to make Birkin's look better. And um, 
Stranger Things did this in season three that whenever the the rats convulsed into like little blood piles, they mm-hmm. were half practical effect, half CGI. That's what they could have done. That's what they could have done. It would have been so much better. Oh, don't even like the man. Some of the mansion stuff's cool. Like the first zombie reveal, and then people being swarmed by zombies is fine. But there's once they get into the mansion, there's only four people. So really, yeah. and it's Jill, Chris, Wesker, and one one other character. And that other character is the only one that gets eaten. And if there was like a whole team of stars there and the whole movie took place in the mansion, that'd be fine. But they kind of, they do the half the mansion, half the city. And in the city, they kind of want to play on the themes of, hey, corporations will come in, make things look like they're hunky-dory, and then drain the city of all of its life. Which I thought Mm -hmm. that could have been something really interesting. But since they were balancing the two, makes no sense. And then they destroy Raccoon City at the end and they flash the title card. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. And in your head, you're just like, but the city's fucking gone. <laughs> it's gone. I mean, it just, I I'm, wanna, I'm just, I'm, you have baffled me at this point. I don't even want to talk about games right now. I'm more worried about this. It's like, gone. <laughs> you, literally, you literally have an infinite, at this point, infinite amount of source material to just research and have a better, like, this yeah, is this, this is why I hate people who don't like. Okay, so like these IPs, The Witcher, Halo, Resident Evil. You okay? So like The Witcher is like the closest thing we're gonna get to like at least they're doing homework and doing. Time out on Go the ahead. field. Time out on the field. Uh-oh. How the fuck have we seen Master Chief's butt, but not The Witcher's butt? I okay. think you do. I thought there was. A, well, I don't think. I don't think, yeah. we, I don't think we see Henry Cavill's oh. butt. I don't think we see it. Okay, well, I mean, after Thor comes out, let's face it, we're going to see asses left and right. Man ass is on the menu. Summer blockbusters, here we come. Dude, although 2022 I, is at male ass year. <laughs> although I want to start screaming double standards at that point. But anyway, I digress. I, I like male butt. I know, but I'm saying, like, so why can we show that, but we can't show female butt? What's what's the difference at that point? I think yeah. there's more female butt. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying there's being a creep. I'm saying that as a, if, if you're going to show male butt, What's wrong with showing female? It's the exact same. Like literally, if you were to just show straight ass, straight straight ass, uh, and you had like it was just lineups, and you had to like figure out was it was male or female, just, could yeah, you just show ass? Ass is ass at that point. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean the two examples I can think of is King of the Hill back in the '90s when Hank and Peggy are barbecuing naked, and you see Hank's <laughs> yep. ass, but they cover up Peggy's. It's like fine. I don't want to see Peggy's ass anyway. Uh, and then naked and afraid they get a like you see man crack all the time but i mean and they do they cover lady crack but i mean it's because the angles like if you hit the if you hit the wrong angle you're getting you're getting everything on both yeah. ends so they, they're just like you get a little bit of man crack because we can tell when it's balls and when, <laughs> when it's butt crack but when it's ladies like, ah, you know we don't know where it starts and ends we don't really know the female body because we're all a bunch of male producers cover it all <laughs> cover it all we don't know you we, get a blur and you get a blur you get a blur. Not you so get much. a blur. You get a, you all get but a back, blur. Back on Resident Evil though, have you guys watched that little trailer that Netflix has? Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, no, apparently Netflix is coming out with their own Resident Evil shit, and it's also criticized by everybody. Oh, it's Once I mean, again. you can't. So gamers Once are like again. the hardest people to make make happy. So you can't really count on like what they're saying. Yep. So here's my point though: is you have tons of resources. And you already have feedback from, from gamers who are saying, literally, if you stick to it and were to put it in a movie format, it 
still would be, you know, good. It would be good. You'd at least have at least one portion. Like, yeah, you're not going to make everybody happy, but you come out with this weak crap. Like, let's face it. Let's, as of right now, 20% of your sales are going to be the immediate, they want to go see it no matter what. Like, it's, oh, it's a new movie out. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it, right? Add in another 20% on top of that. That's people who are actually wanting to, like, hey, I've, I've heard about this. I've been reading up on it. I've, I've got the dumber research. I want to watch it now. Okay, great. You got that. And then you have the extra 10% from there of someone's being dragged along to go watch it. Literally, it's 50% right there alone. It can't. Okay, so here's here's the issue. They want to make it a straight-up zombie movie. And George A. Romero used to, like, criticize zombie movies. Like, Or, no, he criticized The Walking Dead a lot. So his criticism of The Walking Dead before he passed was, what do, what do the zombies stand for? Because if you look back at, like, Dawn of the Dead, zombies stood for consumerism. Uh, if you look at if you look at anything with zombies in it, you can sit there and kind of pick it apart and kind of have an idea what the zombies stand for. In this new Resident Evil movie, they tried to make it where the zombies, repre- the zombies represent the life being sucked out of a town by a corporation with, like, tax cuts or whatever. Like, the, oh, hey, Umbrella, we want you. Come on in. And then they come on in, suck everybody dry. Cool. But then the characters aren't doing anything interesting because you want those, you want those characters to relate back to that somehow. And they tried it with Chris and Claire, but they they were just so spread thin that it's like, you don't care. Like there's no relationship between these characters. Chris and Claire don't see each other. They see each other in the beginning for a minute. They have a quick conversation and then they don't see each other until they're back on the train basically. And that's the relationship you're supposed to care about. And then there was some shit with Wesker, like needing to collect a part. So Wesker's not really evil, but he's kind of working with the evil guys. They were just, they were juggling, they were juggling fucking piles of shit. They were juggling piles of shit, and the shit was falling apart as they were juggling it. You just, it's like I don't care about these characters. They're just like it was really just nothing but Easter eggs. Like a lady writes itchy tasty on a window, with her blood. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> itchy tasty. That was the dumbest tasty. thing. Or like the kid hiding underneath the table. He's like, nope, mm-mm, not moving. And yeah, he didn't. Yeah, it was so dumb. Like the some of the blocking was dumb. But I, all I got to say is Resident Evil Raccoon City was not itchy. It was it was more itchy and less tasty. And you guys wanted to watch that. You guys like, we should go see that movie theater. So I'm like, mm. Josh, you, you watch it. We'll do, we can do like a whole like view along episode we can we can all put it on a screen we can't we can't like have it we can't have it on the screen as we're watching like but we can watch it and it's just only do a commentary ours right i don't i don't know, know what it's i, I watched watch it on the plane <laughs> stars, i'll probably just uh watch then, it my own way if you catch my drift yeah and then i watched i watched the first hour of dune it's okay i gotta finish it Oh, what, Dune. Dune. It was good. It was. It's slow, but I liked what where it was going with everything. You guys ready to get into 2010 Q4? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There. Q4. There we go. That's the energy. So October 5th, NBA 2K11 came out. This was the first NBA to feature Michael Jordan. Well, they, they had him on the cover. Uh, one of the big features of it was they had the Jordan mode where you replayed uh, 10 of Michael's like greatest moments in the game. And you had to like, you had like little achievements to tick off in each game. Really cool. Like I think they had the flu game on there. Uh, I played the hell out of this game. I played the hell out of the career mode. It had some technical issues, but also let me say, this is one of the best sport games, uh, soundtracks. 
of all time. Well, what about Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk is really good. Um, but I think this one, like, this is one that sticks in my mind. I've got the list up. Let me put, let me read off this list to you. I actually, I have the list too. Oh, you also have the list. Okay. Yeah. So I have all the we've got Snoop Dogg doing the NBA 2K theme. That was really good. Uh, I'm just going to read off the rest of these names. You got Big Boy. You got Early Drake, Cassidy, Ron Artest, uh, Metal World Peace, for oh, those who don't man. know. Champion. Uh, see here. You've got the Alan Parsons Project, Art vs. Science. It's a really good one. Big Rock Candy Mountain. The Brunettes, the Chickaroni, Chickaronis, I think this is how that pronounced. Uh, chicken, <laughs> Children Collide, the Constellations with Asher Roth. That's a, Asher Roth, a name I haven't heard in a minute. Uh, Dan, Black and Ki- Dan Black and Kid Cudi with Symphony, which is like the best song on that soundtrack. Oh, I forgot about that song. Give me, give me a symphony. Oh, shoot. That's one of the uh, Gasol brothers. Failsafe, Hogney, Kids in Space, Middlemen, Raka, Aloe Black. Oh, my God. I didn't realize Aloe Black was on this. Redland, the Russian Futurist, Sunny Bones, Two Door Cinema Club, Young Automatic, and Bay Roof Productions, and Ducks Jones. It slaps. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on the YouTubes. Go check it out. Take my word for it. Uh, there was some. Uh, the post game was really good in this one. Uh, you've got, as you can see, if you're watching on video, they had the side, they like the broadcast camera. You could also change it to the 2K camera, which everybody does. I don't know anybody that plays 2K like this. I don't know any monsters that play it like this. Do you guys? Monsters. No, I don't think this has been really used since like what uh, NBA Jam. Yeah, I think the NBA Jam is the only one where I'm like, this mo- this camera's okay. It's cool like when you start it up and you want to see how real it looks on the TV. Otherwise, meh. Uh, let's see. This game also introduced uh, some early, uh, some uh, team, some legendary teams. So like the 85-86 Celtics, uh, the 97-98 Jazz, of course, the old Bulls teams. Uh, plenty of those, uh, 92, 90, or 91-92 Portland Trailblazers, just plenty of those, and they made for a lot of fun. Uh, just because, you know, basketball is one of those sports where people are like, oh, you know, the 91 Bulls could take out the 2016 Warriors, and so gave you an opportunity to do that. It, it was just a well-packaged game, 60 bucks, well worth it. Uh, I'd say the best, if not one of the best, NBA 2K basketball games. Yeah. You guys have anything to say about basketball? You guys are very quiet. I've I, I've just never been a sports player, and that, I say that because literally, to me at least, I mean, I agree that I, of all the NBA games, I enjoyed this one the most. But it's a sports game. You're paying sixty bucks every year for the same crap. They just removed one thing, one feature, and added two more. I hear that. I hear you. You are heard, and they're gonna keep doing it because they can get away with it. Yep. Until someone else can beat them. Microtransactions. I remember the owner mode I would play as the Clippers. And this was like, I think, Blake Griffin, one of his first years. And I would make some trades and get, uh, who was it? I would get, what's his name? Paul Pierce from Indiana. And then I think Kawhi was in this by then, Kawhi Leonard. And he was cheap. He was so cheap. You could get him so easily. I think I would trade like Chauncey Billups and some other bench player. Mwah. Wow, this is a solid association team. Paul Pierce was uh, Boston. Not Paul Pierce, I'm sorry. Paul um, George. Paul George, there we go. You right, you right. Thank you for calling me mm-hmm. on my shit. Anything mm-hmm. else on basketball, gentlemen? No. It's, They're playing it's, basketball. It's standard, man. Yeah. Sing it, sing it, Josh. They're playing basketball. 
Oh, we're gonna get striped you know now. Basket ball. Yeah, okay, I'm done. All right. <laughs> October 9th, Fallout New Vegas. The last great Fallout that we got, right? Yeah, I would it, agree. That, honestly, you're missing out. This honest, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is by far like, so you take Fallout Three, mm-hmm. and you think, man, that was already a solid game with great DLC, and then you get Vegas, and you're like, your mind is blown just by how much better it is. It's it's literally they polished polished Fallout Three with better content, better story, and you're like, what? And you're surprised at how short of a game it is actually. This one, the thing that stands out to me the most. So this is Fallout. If if you listen to previous episodes, Fallout Three was the they made it a, fir- a first person shooter. You could play it in third person. I don't know why you would. Uh, you had the VAT system that let you aim. The thing that's very different about this one compared to other Fallout's, you didn't start in a vault, so it wasn't a very slow start. I think that's an issue with the Fallout games, is that compared to the Elder Scroll games and anything else Bethesda is doing, like <laughs> you, you gotta go through the vault and it takes forever. Actually, it's not just a vault either. It's if, if you look at all the uh, Elder Scrolls, it's oh, you know dungeons. Ob- Oblivion, or Oblivion is a nightmare. But you know what? Skyrim, Skyrim wasn't like that. Skyrim was you were getting faster. You were getting ready to get murdered, and then the dragon saves you. So yeah, I misspoke, but I didn't mean Sky. Wake up! <laughs> I Wake hate up. that meme so much. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we have to start an episode like that. <laughs> uh, just fade, fade. <laughs> hey, wake up! So yeah, this one, you start out shot in the desert, you get saved, some guy re- brings you into the shack, you go through the whole character creation, give yourself kind of a side backstory, and then you're in the desert, you're out in the Mojave Desert, it's New Vegas, baby. This one brought back a lot of the faction stuff from earlier fallouts, so you have, um, I, forget, I forget what the factions are in this, but the DLC was also great on this, uh, you could play, I think you could play roulette and poker in New Vegas, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. And then the companions, uh, there was the, what was it? The king or whatever the dog was called. It was like an Elvis dog, but it was half robotic, half dog. Yep. And then I, I'll always remember Deathclaw Valley in this game because it was the first area I explored because when you start out, you're supposed to go south. Like That's like the path that like is really recommended because it's the safest. But if you go north, you end up in Deathclaw Valley and you are fucked. They yes. also introduced hardcore mode for the first time with New Vegas. I forgot about that. What yeah, was, it was, sorry, go ahead. No, what was... There was something with the bullets for that one, right? Uh, okay, so with that one, it was... So all healing items, including food and water, didn't uh, heal the player instantly. It had to be used you know, over a short period of time. Right away, it took longer to decrease radiation poisoning. Uh, stim packs can no longer heal crippled limbs. Mm. Uh I think what else there was. Uh, so you either had to have the doctor's bag to do it. You have to sleep in a bed or everything to heal. Uh, and then I, it doesn't get really descriptive after that. And I forget, but I think you're right. There is something with the bullets that was different. I think the each, each like each bullet accounts for some weight. Cause I think in the regular game, they're basically, oh, yep. weight, they're basically weightless. Exactly. I yep. think I remember watching a video about that. And your companions can actually be killed rather than be knocking unconscious. Oh fuck that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm never going to play this again because of that. I actually think with that mode, you can only, you don't auto-save. I think you have to manually save. Okay. I mean, it's still rough either way. Another great thing about this game, too, 
is if you ever watch like somebody who makes like mods or content, it's always for this game. There's actually somebody or a bunch of a group of people made a mod that is essentially multiplayer. So think like Fallout 76, but for New Vegas and better. That'd be fun. And you can fly helicopters. And vats are turned off for that, of course, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, so this is Obsidian. Obsidian did this one. This wasn't Bethesda. And um, people are saying, like, like there are rumors afloat that uh, Obsidian and Bethesda, now that they're both owned by uh, Microsoft Daddy, or, like, there's, like, talks of, like, hey, we should get back together. You remember when we used to fuck back in the day? <laughs> Let's <laughs> fuck again. <laughs> Now they're fucking with each other. Thanks, thanks, Microsoft Daddy. Uh, I I liked it. I have it on PC. You know what? This probably runs on Windows better than Fallout 3 does because you have to have a whole ass mod that somebody put together. I've never heard that for this one. No, I think with this one it works no matter what. Obsidian's like, so for those who don't know, Obsidian made old PC RPGs. Obsidian's like, no, 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 no. This is this is our shit. We got this. You, you, you guys are you guys are doing a space search a space game and oblivion yeah we got this shit fuck off <laughs> this is our bread and butter anything else on fallout um so didn't they uh announce the next fallout yet they said that there it's it's the next thing in line once the elder scrolls is done the newest elder scrolls so we're looking at about we're, probably like 10 years <laughs> 10 years from where, now. <laughs> yeah where do you guys think it's gonna be at like location wise i'd argue so let's see have they said where um not that it would affect it but do they have they said where elder scrolls 6 is gonna be i'm sure they have i just don't know off the top of my head yeah so my thought would be that bethesda is finally just like fuck it let's go back to california like the first two were i kind of hope they go to texas I can see him do like some place around the Alamo or something. I don't. So I don't know enough about Fallout lore. I know that in Fallout Three, so Fallout Three is in DC, and there's mention mm-hmm. a lot about Boston in that one. And then Fallout Four was in, well, the Commonwealth, Boston, mainly that Boston area. Was there anywhere in Fallout Four that was mentioned a lot that wasn't in the game? Mm, not, not that, that I can think of. of. And then seventy, so seventy six was in West Virginia. So I could see them going somewhere weird. If they don't if they don't do California or if they don't do uh, a western state, I could see them doing something in the south like Texas like you said, or I could see them doing I could see them doing Tennessee. Eh, Tennessee's kind of mountainous, so it'd be very similar to West Virginia. I think it would um Land-wise, it would be very different from the mountainous, from the old cobblestone. I think it'd be something on the newer side. So I think maybe I think Texas could be it, but then also you you run the risk of feeling a little like New Vegas. Well, that's why I figured like they want to go back to something that's you know of that same palette. I would say, like, and at the same time you want it to be like new and fresh. You want to get revitalize the game because let's face it, Skyrim got awards up the ass and got replayed up the ass i mean they literally have been on every console since it's been released 11 console 11 years running it's so you know what florida florida just because it gives you a bunch of different wildlife it gives you the glades uh the one there was they they went to maryland in one of the fallout 3 uh dlcs and it was very swampy so i could see them wanting to do more swampy stuff Mm -hmm. i could see that what about Mississippi? 
Man, Mississippi's boring. It's just it could be it's, all swamp. <laughs> it's it's a little swamp. It, there's a it, it's like suburbs, and then it's all racism. That's like so like monuments. It'd be cool if they were in St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was it? Resistance three did St. Louis. Yeah, but I could yeah, I'd be down for another game. Do it October twentieth. A game close to my heart. Super Meat Boy came out. Guys, I can't explain to you how much I love Super Meat Boy. I also can't explain to you how long it took me to realize SMB was a um, kind of a, an homage to Mario. So for those who don't know, this is a like a speedrunning game. You play levels, you run through them, like you can die brutally. You're there to save your girlfriend. You move very fast. Uh, each area starts with like a a cut scene from like an older game. So like there's a Pokemon one, there's a Castlevania one. I think there's a Mario one. Uh, the main bad guy is Mr. Fetus. Uh, how timely of us with everything going on in the world to have oh, Dr. Fetus geez. here. I, I called him Mr. earlier. I'm sorry. I, your PhD was not for nothing, Dr. Fetus. Um, this was a fun game. Uh, this was also on that documentary. Uh, what's it called? Oh, indie game, indie game, the documentary. So these guys had a really hard time getting this game made. I think... Uh, I think they were getting jacked around by Microsoft with the deal that they had. And then I think the development was just hell on them. Uh, I, but I think their story was the best out of them all. Cause, so you had Braid, you had this, and then you had Fez in there. And those guys just... I think these guys also had an issue with the guy who made the music. They had a run-in and shit was nasty. This game is frustrating. If you're watching this, you die like you die over and over again. And it gets to a point where you're like, oh, this is on me. I fucked this up. So it's just a very, very time-based, so fast moving. Play it with a controller. Don't play it with a mouse and keyboard. Uh, they did a sequel this past year. It's bad. Don't play it. It's a, it's a Go game. It's a, it's, a, it's a Go game five years after Go games were big. So like Mario Go, all that. Like Meat Boy moves on his own. Meat Boy has a punching move, oh, and it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Dumb. Don't play it. I want, I want to support them. I really do. But I cannot play a Go game. I don't have the patience for it. Let's see if this guy... Gets, yes, he got the key, finally. Uh, yeah. You know, I was surprised this is not a Summer of Arcade game. It's I not. was, too. I'm actually more surprised, and I'm going to backtrack real quick. Nick just blew my mind by making that uh, Super Mario Brothers reference. I had I wasn't even thinking about that. And you said... I was just sort of like... What? Yeah, there's so there's so many callbacks to older games like this. This is very, and there are character, there are other characters in it that have different jumps. There's um, they this isn't one of those games that Shovel Knight got thrown into, but there are plenty of other indie, like um, what what was the Adobe Adobe Wave games, or whatever the oh Flash Adobe Flash games, uh, plenty of characters from those made it in. I can't name any of them because they're so they're all so obscure. I know that Alien Hominid made it in from uh, Behemoth Games. I think that's the only that's the only one I can name. Um, but I love it. It's a good game. It's a fun little thing to shut your brain off and just go play. And there's a shit ton of levels. It's like, like over 300, right? Yeah, because you play every level and then there's a dark version of every level. There's five worlds. I think like a few secret worlds. It's fucking tough. And then there's like band-aids that you can collect. There's warp zones that also have dark worlds. Too. It's it's crazy how much game there is. And it was only like 15 or 20 bucks. Yeah. That was a good all, in all, I, yeah. I, all in all, it was a good game. I enjoyed it. 
Anything on this, Jake? I got nothing, man. Just Meatwad, dude. Man, Meatwad. I wish I could sing that whole song right now. I don't remember it, though. All right, so up next, uh, October 26th, Fable 3, the last Fable game, I think, ever, right? Well, they did that. They did that well, scroller. Well, they did that, yeah. But yeah. nobody liked that. So this this feels a, like very early. It feels a lot like Fable Dose. But then, so your brother's the king. You are not. You eventually take your brother out, and then you're king, and you have to make these decisions um, that determine how your kingdom fares. I think there's like an incoming attack. This was the, this is depressing. This was the last true Fable game from Lionhead Studios. I think Lionhead got shut down in 2014, 2015. I was I graduated college by then, so 2016. 26. Okay, so yeah, I was out of college. Lionhead was dead. Uh, hold on, hold on, uh, sir, sir. News from news from Lionhead. Their plane was shot down over the Pacific. There were no survivors. It's, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, Fables in the hands of Turn Ten now, who do the uh, Fable or Fable, who do the Forza Horizon games. Ah, uh, you know what? I think they. I think they'll pull it off. I think they'll pull it off. I don't know if they'll pull the humor off because Fable's very, very UK centric humor. Very, uh, what's that? Um, Monty Python humor. What's that? There's uh, one survivor. Yeah. It. It's. It's the scriptwriter. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, oh man, that was. Whew. What's it saved? We're good. What? What's that boy? What's that boy? Lionhead fell in a well and hit their head, and then we knew for him. Sorry, bud. It sucks. I mean, but I think a lot of that team landed on their feet somewhere. I hope so. Um, they almost had to. Let's. Just, I mean, I think the only reason uh, they closed. I can't remember what was it's exactly. Microsoft. It was, Microsoft just like was it Microsoft? You guys haven't brought in the money like you promised. So well, because so they were working, so they did that on the Rails one for Connect. Uh, spoiler: it was a stinker. And then they were working when one verse threes or one verse everyone's were a thing. They were working on Fable Legends, which looked great. Every time I saw a demo for it, it was great. And then they canceled that and Scalebound like in the same month. And then like the writing was on the wall because like a few weeks later. For those who couldn't see, I just drug my finger across my throat. Sounds like a regular Monday night. The, the only <laughs> thing that gives me peace of mind, though, is Phil Spencer admitting, like, hey, maybe them working on the Connect game and everything else that they were working on at the time of their failure was our fault. Yeah, since then, yeah, since then, they were, they, Microsoft's been like, hey, we fucked up, guys. We really fucked up. And that's big. I mean, honestly, that's big for a huge company like them to come back around and be like, "Yeah, we fucked up." Guys, we're sorry. <laughs> we're hey, for that, they turn around. Have they made up for it? No, they have not made up for it. I mean, we're <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but it, compared to all the other ones, they at least will sit there and be like, "Yeah, we really did fuck that up." It's I mean, weird. We should have done better. It's weird because they shutter, they shut her down, and then they just went on a buying frenzy, which included Obsidian. And some other and some other companies, and it was just like, why couldn't you guys do this with Lionhead? Like, why couldn't you put some money into them instead of you go and buy all these other guys? And now here we are, here we are in 2022, and the Xbox release window is still like, like your first party releases are just like. Well, I'm I'm trying to think. So since Xbox Series S and X is released, we've gotten Halo. 
there's uh, Josh's mic isn't broken. There's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said Forza. I'm like, no, that's on all consoles, isn't it? Uh, Forza's coming. No, Forza's not all consoles, but Forza is coming out. Forza looks pretty. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about what the coalition is doing. I'm surprised we're, we're aware Fable's coming. All we've seen is the trailer with the word Fable on it. Uh, and then Obsidian's working on something. Uh, their other stuff is the are the Bethesda games, Redfall and uh, what's the space one? I keep forgetting the name of Star. Starfield, Starfield, which both got pushed back to next year. So it's just like, thank God, Game Pass. Thank goodness, Game Pass is like doing numbers for them. Otherwise, like people be staring at their Xbox, like poking it with mean, a stick, like, "Hey, you do yeah, but there's something." Only so much, there's only so much you can do with Game Pass. Though. There's nothing like do something. Like, look at Sony. Like, yeah, Sony's doesn't have Game Pass, but they're also working on that. And at the same time, their it's... first party releases have been phenomenal. But their pat their their what is it PlayStation like plus something plus, premium, yeah. it's yeah. booty and it's confusing. Oh, it is. It's confusing as hell. And like <laughs> PS3 games are like your golden gooses apparently because they they, they fucked up with PS3 just because they have a, such a hard time making them making them available to anyone post PS3, and like they make you pay a little extra. Like, hey, you want a PS3 game that we can't run anywhere else? Give us an extra twenty. <laughs> Yeah, come on, bud. We know you got the money. You bought a PS5. You rich fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's only if you got the disc version. The disc list was cheaper. I bucks. mean, so Microsoft is just gonna keep throwing money at companies like, hey, we don't have shit. What indie game is coming out? No, they oh, got that Bill Gates money. They, they can fucking sit. I mean, literally, <laughs> it's the uh, <laughs> the Daniel Tosh equivalent of throw a million dollars and somebody to pick up his shit off the stage. Like, am I really about to do this? <laughs> am I really about to pick this shit up? But they'll throw like, oh, vampire people like Vampire Survivor. <laughs> oh, Silk Song hasn't had a release date yet announced yet. They're just I mean, keep doing that. They did make that deal recently with Riot. And yeah, the riot! Oh my God, the riot thing! I'm su- I'm surprised people have not been on about that. Like that is big news. That is that is going to drive the numbers. I wonder if it's it's just like uh, they weren't waiting to see what happens exactly with it. Because let's face it, like you can you can port it over all you want, but is it going to be just as good? Because I'll tell you what's going to happen. Some dumbass parents, some kids, will be like, Mom, I want this riot game. I want Valorant. I want Valorant skins of this character. And the parents go, all right, let me f- fucking go find... It's on Game Pass. I'm buying you Game Pass so you can leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. That's how it's going to yep. go down. We were done with Fable a long time exclusive. ago, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Riot, they've been doing great with all the games on their platform. Like, it's amazing how, like, they're just taking every character from their games and just making them? any... Yeah, reasonable or even adding different characters and just, like making it its own thing because they have they have a fighting game coming out they have a shooter already they have a moba they have a uh, auto chess they and have a their, card game all their shows have been great so far too yeah players exactly. is amazing if you guys haven't seen players on paramount plus go watch it first five episodes are out i watched the fifth one in the airport it is so good so good it's you guys know the last dance the uh, michael jordan documentary that came out a few years ago yeah. it's yep. silicon valley meets that Okay. All right. Finishing up 2010, it's all about the numbers. November 9th, Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, this was a fantastic the, story. This was the black. Oh, God. Sorry. It's flashing. I didn't want you guys to get your face flashed like I did. Oh, my God. 
Sorry. Yeah, see, it flashed so hard it made me hit the wrong button. Uh, so this is Tre Treyarch. This is Treyarch. This is probably Treyarch's first, like, big game because World at War was a miss. Oh, I'm sorry if anyone is sensitive. Um, oh, no, they did Big Red 1. Big Red 1 was pretty big. And yeah, then but they Big, also Red, did big Red 1 3. was, like, the first stab at making a console call. This was, like, the... Was like, Ray, we're going to give you this fucking... Mister, you guys, like, Lost... Here's a Call of Duty with Lost in it. Oh, you guys like you guys like that zombies mode we did? Fuck you. We got an even better version of zombies. Oh, you guys want secret Easter eggs throughout the main menu and the rest of the game? We fucking got you, bro. That being yep. said, this is the only Black Ops I like. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't like Black Ops two? No, no, I didn't. Or three? No, no, I didn't. Or four? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> None of them. Fuck them. Or Cold War? No. Didn't fucking like it. What's his name? Mason? Mason. Yep. yep. Alex Mason. Alex? <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's another decent story. Uh, this is still when it was going back and forth between Infinity Ward and Treyarch. This was, this was also because, um, you know, the shit was going down with Infinity Ward. So I think, because which one came after this? In, uh, Modern Warfare 3? Uh Either yes. that, yeah, I think it had to be that, or Advanced Wars. Black Ops Advanced 2 Warfare. after that. Because then Sledgehammer gets in the mix somewhere around here. Somewhere That's close. Advanced yeah. Warfare, isn't it? Somewhere. It, it, it's coming up. It'll be... It gets crazy. It'll be soon. But, guys, there's, what can we say about a Call of Duty? Uh, it's basically the equivalent of the sports games. You remove <laughs> one feature, you add two. It looks great, and, you know, it's the story does suck you in on this one. I would say it's one thing that at least Call of Duty has over your sports games is that when it comes to like at least story, obviously you can't really have a story in sports unless you do like a my player or coach or whatever. This is like, you know, the bread and butter I, at that point. I, I don't know. The zombies, zombies got a lot of attention. Well, yeah, zombies. Time. Well, then don't forget, this was with the zombies where you had to play the campaign first to unlock it. I always hate that. Just give me the whole game. Like I paid six hundred percent. But I like remember. It's not like I paid twenty bucks and the game's like, mm, fuck you, you don't get zombies. It's like no, I paid sixty bucks and the game's like, mm, fuck you, you don't get zombies yet. I literally remember getting it day one, beating uh, beating the campaign to play zombies, going over to our friend Ryan's house, going to play it, and then finding out my uh, memory was corrupted and had to redo it all. So I sat there for two hours, beating the campaign again, then finally play zombies. I just. I can't see myself jumping back into a Call of Duty ever, ever again, ever again. Part of me, yeah. part of me wants Modern Warfare 2 remastered, but I'm not gonna drop sixty dollars for it. Don't and do if it, I Josh. get it, it's gonna be through Steam, and it's gonna be on sale. I didn't have to use a whole terabyte of memory. <laughs> yeah, I had to clear my flash drive. You, you just reminded you know me. You know it's gotten bad when they're like, "Hey, so do you just want to download the campaign, download the multiplayer, or download Zombies?" Listen, we it's just know you're here, man. Each. We know we you're just here for your wars on shit. We got shaders, man. <laughs> hey, you want to play this right now? Well, well, we know you just did the update, but we have the shader update. It's going to take about three hours, really 72 hours. By the time you finally can play, we're going to do a whole new one. So hey. just, you know, don't hey. play. Hey, big boy, you want to see my shaders? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you guys say we do the news? Let's do it. News. Read all about it. Latest football card. Morning paper, morning star. Paper mister? It's time 
for old news. Time. Here we go. Uh, October 22nd through the 23rd, BlizzCon 2010 was held at Anaheim Convention Center in Anaheim, California. Thank you for clearing that up, Josh. I was concerned I wasn't going to know where the Anaheim Zone uh, <laughs> well, Center was. It's a quick thing. I mean, is, is there another Anaheim? I'm sure there is. Yes, there is another Anaheim. <laughs> so with this one, they uh, released the uh, or revealed the fifth playable Diablo 3 class, which was the Demon Hunter. Okay. You had the StarCraft 2 modification, which was the Blizzard Dota at the time, which okay. later turned into Heroes of the Storm. Um, R.I.P. And then they had Diablo 3, StarCraft 2, Wings of Liberty, and Warcraft Cataclysm was playable. Um, and then to close out the event, Tenacious D oh God. played for the closing concert with Dave Grohl. Okay. All right. I'm That's pretty cool. That. I'm here for that. I, I'll give Blizzard one thing. When it comes to their early BlizzCon shit, it's actually really cool. And now it's not cool at all. It's like, oh, not God. cool. And then the Anti- fifth... Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I was going to make a joke. I'll leave it for later. Save it for later. <laughs> and then Save it for later. To finish the year, November 4th through the 7th, Microsoft Connect launches worldwide starting in North America, and it was very underwhelming. Oh, the Connect. So my one thing with the Connect, and it still cracks me up to this day, is... Uh, I found out from uh, playing uh, Madden specifically because I remember Madden was like one of the first ones to like bring it on. Like, oh, use the Connect to play the game. You could literally, if you had somebody playing uh, like their headset through the stereo at your house, you could literally yell "spike" and it would spike on you. <laughs> if you had a Connect, it would spike on the ground, and, <laughs> and then people were getting pissed about that. You could yell vulgarities and it would flag them for the vulgarities. Yep. Mm-hmm. I forgot yep. about you could yeah, they would tee you up in basketball. I, I forgot about, that was like the one cool thing about it. But at the same time it's like I, okay, to learn to distinguish between like me, my voice talking now, and through an actual stereo. Like I should be there should be a distinguishable like I don't think that person's there. I'm not gonna do that. It I'm was just, very it was new to them. It was bad though. Very bad. Jake, you ready for memes? Me time. I love that he cuts out every time that happens. <laughs> All right, Jake, what's our meme today? Meme. Okay, you, you know, it got you a classic one. You know, you got the manga, you got the anime, then you got the Netflix adaptation. <laughs> so for those who are listening, it is the Meat Boy from Super Meat Boy. And it says manga next to him, and then you have Meat Boy from the new Super Meat Boy. It's a little, it's a, the art direction's changed on it, and that says anime next to it. And then, just a piece of meat, just a Netflix adaptation. I mean, it. it reminds so me the piece good. of meat Netflix adaptation. It reminds me of this stupid movie called Rubber, where apparently a serial killer. Like, dies, and he gets reincarnated as a damn tire, and he kills everyone. I've seen it before. It's terrible. It's awful. All right, so we've got a speed cap. Josh is doing StarCraft II Wings of Liberty. We're going to do that as soon as we get set up for it, and we will be right back. We are back. Josh is going to do the speed cap for StarCraft II Wings, I almost call it Sons of Liberty every time. It's Wings of Liberty. Five minutes to get through everything. Uh, I have the scorecard here. Josh cannot see this. This is for the audience at home. We'll also have a PDF version of this up. Right now, the PDF version I have is vertical, and i got to fix that. Josh, my only word of advice is 
you don't have to get too crazy about the details. Just make sure you say your name, say them loud and clear so we can all hear them. Any last words? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and apologize now, guys. This is uh, StarCraft, and their plots and everything are hella confusing, and there's too many characters. Too many characters. All right, I'm going to hit start. When you see the clock at 5, take off. Say when, Josh. Say when. When? All right. Good luck, sir. I wish you all the luck. And go. Okay. So, uh, so if I remember correctly, this takes place It's after, I think... Uh, for four years after the brood war uh the dominion is kind of like the top dog like they they came back as like the, the top power uh of this particular place i can't remember exactly all the details anyway so moving on uh you find out like yeah they might be top dog but because of the war um they are basically kind of like literally nothing like their armies reduced and uh all their budget is like going towards like stuff other than you know rebuilding their army so it's basically like okay yeah guys we're gonna go ahead and just you know kind of do our thing we're gonna hunt down these rebel forces and uh yeah kind of do what you want so basically um from there um you find out uh that there is um guy who is a character i think it was like Raynor or something uh basically he formed like a a group of raiders or rebels who wants to overthrow the dominion emperor uh god it's like men i said it's like men sg or something or men's or something like that it's like something weird anyway uh so on a particular uh oh god this is where i start to get confused like i said this is really confusing uh, and things don't, they don't make it easy. There's all these weird names, weird characters, weird groups, and there's just too many. Um, so something happens with, uh, an artifact. It's like, a, uh, it's like the Zell something artifact. I couldn't tell you to save my life at this point. Um, basically... Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll make a skip forward to the next part because I'm just drawing our blanks because all the names start to run in. Um, with. Uh... Oh, God. Yeah, this sucks, guys. I'm not going to lie. You can forfeit, I'm you can forfeit your time. Uh, I, I almost. I feel like I almost have to because, like, I, I can't remember what happens, but at some point, I think, like, Rainer ends up, like, collecting all the pieces of the artifact the Zell whatever artifact and as he's just about to finish um he ends up fighting like uh it's, it rhymes with Morbius Mobius Mobius something like that uh Mobius Foundation uh rendezvous point he gets there and he finds out that uh the Mobius Foundation is under the control of um uh, Valerian Bents. It's basically the Emperor's son, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to show that I'm a, like I'm trying to show Daddy that he can trust me. I'm like I'm a good boy. I can do everything he wants, and I can do it better. I'm successful. I'm I could be a worthy successor." Uh, and then basically says, "Hey, so if you help me invade like this other group and restore humanity to this, you know, wherever we're at exactly, um, yeah." Basically, we'll be good. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I guess. So, yeah, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to forfeit because at this point, it's 
God, it was StarCraft 2, and I'm not gonna lie, I got, I got, I got so confused, I had to actually look up YouTube videos. And you still and did shit. Help. Do you, do, do you yes. confirm? Do you confirm you give up the rest of your time? I have a minute 20. I suffered this long. Yeah, I give up. I, right. I know I failed. This, this is, is so bad. He's giving it up. Thing I've ever had to go this, is, this is the worst. We're putting this in the record book. Is the worst speed cap of all time. What did you expect? It's literally StarCraft. Okay, so I, I don't mess around with half points. Homework. I do not mess around with half points. I do not. You either go all in or you get none. Uh, so let's yeah. see here. You mentioned four years after Brood War. You got that. Uh, who is the dominant Terran power? You said the Dominion. You mentioned Jim Rayner. You mentioned Rayner's Raiders. Technically, I shouldn't give it to you because you just said his Raiders, but I'm feeling nice. And you're already terrible. Uh, purpose of RR is to overthrow Dominion, Emperor Arcturus Manx, and then you mentioned his son, Valerian Manx. So let me score this up. That's so bad. Josh. Man, you're going to get punished. 15 points. Oh, and oh, all man. time low. I'm too sure whoever's next gets the worst possible. Like, this was hard, guys. I don't whoever's know. next, I'm next. So, Josh, first of all, Jake gets to pick his own game. So, Jake, be thinking about that for next week. Like, you'll you'll pick the game next week and you'll do it in two weeks. get the most difficult quiz possible. And then, Josh, I think you need a punishment. See, look, your clock is still going. We went through that score so fast. Oh, my God so bad your time is up oh, man. josh your up. punishment is i want you to write an apology letter to start the show next week for all the starcraft 2 fans make sure you do that okay all right uh, you owe them an apology you fucked up you fucked up you fucked up you fucked them cue the sad music they are fucked only if i have one request then can i get the uh the Jimmy Fallon uh, memento music in the background. I'll or is it, it Jimmy Fallon? Is it Jimmy Fallon? It's yes. Jimmy Fallon. He does the he does the yeah. thank Copy you notes. Right. <laughs> yes. That's I I think we can get we can do a pretty good job. If we can't get the real thing, we can get super. I don't close. even think just think something really close. We can get something really close. Josh, you've embarrassed you you've embarrassed yourself. You've embarrassed StarCraft two players. You've embarrassed us. So next week, start of the show. Josh is doing an apology letter. To StarCraft 2, and really to me and Jake as well, because I put a lot of work into into that scorecard right before the show. It took me like five minutes, <laughs> and I'm Pathetic. pissed. I'm fucking pissed. Oh, I know how I feel on a daily basis. And then next week, we'll next week I'll pick the subject. We're not you, you, you're not gonna have time for a quiz because you're doing you're doing this uh, you're doing this uh, apology letter. I'll I'll find, we'll, we'll do like our, our three favorite like we did bosses. We'll we'll find something. We'll find something. We'll find something. All right. So, everybody, come come next week. We'll be doing 2011 Q1. It's already looking like a steamer of a year, but we'll get through it. Uh, as always, you can find me on Nick yeah, at Twitch at NickFatNight, on Twitter at ThatKaufman. Not streaming a lot right now. Check out my YouTube. It's NickFatNight. That's where all my stuff's going. Jake, where can the people find you? At JakeyBoyKaufman. You know, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, OnlyFans, you know, everything. Josh, where can the StarCraft 2 fans throw shit at you? You can find me on the StarCraft 2 uh, comment boards and um, the Reddit sub posts and all that. So. And where can they find gallows? you when you're not there? 
You can find me at Reddit at Big Guy Three Sixty Two. Oh, he's still do- oh, he's still doing the bit. He's still doing the bit. He doesn't want to plug himself anymore. Next reaction. He's like, "Come on, got to edit this out." You can find me on Twitter at I am Josh Saying. Twitch is kind of on a standstill. So. On a standstill. There's gonna be a moment. There's gonna be a moment where I'm just gonna like just just keep on saying shit, and Nick's gonna have to deal with it. I'm just gonna have to edit it out, like I always do. Like I always do with your shit, Jake. As always, thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his song, Hunt Him Down, that we use as our intro and outro. Also, thanks to the Trident Network for hosting us. Guys, this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you had a smashing great time, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a wonderful time. Bye.